Welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. The Black Health Academy is an affordable membership site and community dedicated to the eradication and prevention of chronic disease in the black community. Be sure to log on to www.theblackhealthacademy.com to join the community and get in on the conversation. Welcome to the podcast. I'll be your host and professionally fit founder, Miss Lisa A. Smith, joined by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. Hey, girl. Hey. So we're going to jump into Driven really quickly. Um, but before we do, how was your week? I feel like we haven't recorded in nearly forever. I had a really, really good week. I went to this fitness event, which was major dopeness. So it was a trivia fitness event. Mm-hmm. So it's you you get on a team, like you get teams, and then you go to these like different cones, you run to the cones, and when you get the, your team gets to the cone, mm-hmm. you answer a trivia question. And if you get the trivia question wrong, mm-hmm. you have to do whatever uh, exercise that the card had. Uh-huh. And then so the, each card had like five questions. Whether you got it wrong or right, uh, you had to, if you got it wrong, you do the exercise, and then you go to the next question, you get it right, you go to the next question, you get it wrong, and then you can run to the next cone. But the thing about it, is they put really, really hard questions. They wanted you to get it wrong. Uh-huh. So they asked stuff about the planet. <laughs> uh, they, it was so fun. So, it, But it was really, really fun, and he gave trophies to everyone. It was really, really cool, and uh, everybody was, like, excited about it, and it, it was really fun. I like that. That's I a fun it. way I to really, get some exercise it in. It really was. And, and make he gave it everyone exciting. trophies, yeah. And I think what's cool about that, especially if, you know, if you have people there who don't really like exercising, is every question you potentially have a chance to not have to exercise? Yeah, <laughs> and so exactly. like there's like a glimmer of hope after a every glimmer, round. Right. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're doing burpees. Right. But that's kind of yeah, cool. It was really fun. I was really impressed with him for doing that because, you know, he gave the community the option of like coming out, getting together. You know, he had snacks, apples and oranges and water. It wasn't any, you know, unhealthy things. And right. It was really nice. I really enjoyed it. That's cool. Yeah, how was your weekend? I love it. It was cool. I have no idea. Oh, I just worked. I'm like, what did I do? That's when you know it's just a blur. But um, all in good fun and reason because the Black Health Academy is up and running. I think by the time we air this episode, um, everything will be completely live. But uh, so I, you know got the blog going, you know, uploaded the remaining content that we needed on the main website, but then I also uploaded all the courses into the actual academy. And so I'm excited to hear back from our founding members uh, what they think and how they're loving the academy and if there's any room for improvement. Remember, guys, founding member enrollment is still open. As a founding member, you are entitled to one complimentary month of membership as well as a significantly reduced lifetime membership rate and you beta test all of our content for us. So as a founding member, you have the option to give us feedback and tell us what courses and content you'd like to see in the academy and rate the courses and content that are already in there. If you'd like to hear about a certain subject matter or from a certain subject matter expert as a founding member, you have those rights. So be sure to log on to theblackhealthacademy.com and become a founding member. This offer is only open within the first 60 days of launch. So take advantage. Super excited. Like everything is going 
really, really smoothly. And I, and the more work I do in the academy, the more excited I get. So I feel really, really happy to be doing something that I love. Yeah. Cause I mean, I just, every day I'm reminded you, you're constantly reminded on your timeline, how much people hate what they do. <laughs> just the, the, the crazy celebration of Friday and all the dread that comes with Monday, you know, just those things are just like kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy though. True. It, it yeah. really is. Yeah. You know, Oh, can the weekend be longer? Can Monday be added? It, and it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't think that half the people's jobs are as bad as they I'm pretend, sure it's not. Or they are because they make it that way. But either way, I'm glad that, you know, it's launching. And I'm excited for you. I'm proud of you. And I know that it's going to do well. Um, anybody who's listening, it's definitely something that you want to invest in. Um, it's from beginners to people who are already invested in health and wellness. Yes. So it's like there's no level that you can be like, well, I don't need it. No, you do. Because yeah. <laughs> even me, you know, there's things that I knew that when I hear it again, it reintroduces itself into my life. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I um, implement that. And then I, you know, improve on my health with that. So even if you know something already, that doesn't mean that you remember. You need to be reminded and, and it needs to be constantly reinforced. Yes. So either way, beginner or if you're already invested into it, it's something, the Black Health Academy is for you. Yeah, and it's super affordable. So that's what, like, you can't beat it. Like, how can you not beat all the content, workouts, nutrition videos, master classes on chronic disease treatment and prevention for a founding member rate of $29 a month. Exactly. Like, and you know what's interesting about that is that, um, and this is seriously, y'all, this is the real. I'm not even on some old, like, let's um, advertise and let's market. Like, no, <laughs> seriously, just like legit. People have memberships for, to gyms that they aren't even using. Cancel it. You can go to the Black Health Academy and get workouts that you can do at home. You can, like, blow the dust off your membership, cancel that, work out at home. She's going to give you workouts and things that you can do from wherever you are mm -hmm. that works better for your life. And even if you keep your membership, either way. But if you want to be healthy, I would definitely suggest you you splurge on that $29 or you invest that $29. It's definitely worth it. Yep, and that's the founding member rate. So that rate is only available for a couple more weeks before we take it up to the regular rate. So be sure to take advantage. So Jay, we're going to delve into our driven segment. Driven is our segment where we highlight a black person in our community who has made a significant impact in the health, wellness, and or medicine field. And today we are highlighting Miss Patricia Bath. So Miss Patricia Bath in 1973 became the first African American to complete a residency in ophthalmology. She moved to California um, and became an assistant professor at the Charles R. Drew University and the University of California. In 1975, she became the first female faculty member in the Department of Ophthalmology at UCLA's Jewel Stein Eye Institute. She also co-founded the American Institute for the Prevention of Blindness, which established that eyesight is a basic human right. And this is awesome because Patricia is still alive. And I so know, I'm I really know, I like, know. I'm just, it makes me so proud. And at the same time, it makes me feel like I can't believe we're still being first at stuff. Yeah. Like I can't believe that's still a thing that even today somebody today you know in the black community was the first to do something. Kind of amazing but um, Pat Patricia also so not only was she the first African American to complete a residency in ophthalmology, she had an invention called the laser faco probe making her um, the first African American woman <laughs> 
to have a patent for a device, a medical device. Uh, and so that's a huge deal for her to be the first African-American female doctor to receive a patent for a medical purpose. Um, and because of her invention, the laser FACO probe, she was able to help restore the sight of individuals who have been blind for over 30 years. Man, I was reading her um, her story, and I was like, I never read about a person and just felt goosebumps like I, I, I read about her. Like, she had so many firsts. So many firsts. Yes. But what made her so dope to me is that her upbringing, her father was the first. What was he, the first... Um, he was the first driver or something on like a transit or something like that. Like he was the first mm. and they really, they, they took their money and they um, invested into their education, the little money that they had. And they were really um, adamant about introducing like education and culture and stuff into their life. Mm. And it paid off. And even as a young child, she was winning things. She was featured in a magazine. Um, she uh, got and, and the reason why she got into this lifestyle is because her mother bought her a chemistry set. Mm -hmm. And, um, from that, she kind of like, it, it was just like download, you know. Right. Things can be downloaded into your hard drive, and it becomes who you are once that in, that interest is sparked. So, so I was like, wow, she was the, just the first. I mean, her background, it's not, you know, when people are like rich or they, they have these patents and they're nationally recognized, and you go into their history, and it's like, wow, your mother was a homemaker. Like, her mother was a homemaker. Right, right. And her father, you know, had this low-end job, but they were so serious about introducing education and, and implementing it into their children's lives that it paid off. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, with her being the first of so many things, she was the first on the board of, um, I think, at Harvard. Even once she retired, she was still sitting on as a chairman on one of the boards, and that was a first. That was also a first. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I w I'm really, really impressed with her legacy in her life. It, it's just amazing what you can do when once you decide what you will do and what you're capable of because, like we say, you are in charge. You're getting the driver's seat. Yep, absolutely. Patricia was 100% driven. And it's funny what you said about her mom buying her a chemistry set because I'm reading a book right now called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, and, you know, the argument that he's making in the book is that exceptional individuals are not exceptional just because of talent. They're mm -hmm. not exceptional just because they're, you know, gifted or really good at something. But that gift was had to be paired with the proper environment for it yeah. to be nurtured in. Um, and it also yeah, had to be. It. Yeah, yeah. And it also had to be paired with you know, what he says is a minimum of 10,000 hours, you know, committed to your craft so that you can master it. But so you're like, she could have been really, really good mm -hmm. at science and chemistry and mathematics and mm -hmm. engineering. But, you know, her parents working hard and reinvesting their money into her education and nurturing those skills and just simply buying her a chemistry set, set is, you know, they cultivated that environment for exactly. her to be great. Exactly. And that's really important to, you know, know and recognize because, you know, sometimes we believe that our talent alone is enough for us to succeed. Right. And whatever your definition of success it is. is. But when someone is like fostering that talent, investing in that talent, you know, reassuring, nurturing, encouraging, mentoring, it definitely plays a key factor in your success. Absolutely. Yeah, because sometimes someone will believe in you more than you believe in you. Absolutely. Sometimes yeah. that's all it takes is for somebody else to believe more than you. For somebody to see something that you can't see, 
about yourself right um to push you to greatness so we honor you today miss patricia bath for making an exceptional contribution to um ophthalmology in the medical field overall because of her you know we are now treating cataracts in a much different way with laser um technology which is quite amazing because it's so funny to think about what you did before some things, like how we right, can't imagine life without right. a cell phone, you know? Yeah, she had the first medical patent as an African-American woman. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally impressive. Pre- totally impressive. So um, draw on some inspiration from Miss Bath this week and decide how you can become the driver in your health um, and in your life. You are the sole controller of your fate and what you do, but it takes intentional practice absolutely absolutely and now wait what? what oh my goodness wait what is our segment where jay and i highlight something we either saw heard or experienced in the last week that made us go wait, wait what? what all right so you want me to go first nope <laughs> <laughs> let me get my nonsense out the way okay um so i went to a, an event uh, last week and it was a, a panel discussion and actually it was an interesting topic it was about entrepreneurship versus the corporate nine to five okay and so there were a panel of individuals some of which were corporate some of which were entrepreneurs and now because now there's this big debate right about entrepreneurship and nine to five and sometimes entrepreneurship is glorified and having a corporate or nine to five nine-to-five job is minimized or seen uh, made to seem less than right so that's what this event was about kind of cool and so I walked into this event and I was maybe 35 45 minutes late because I was coming from a client and I get to the door and as soon as I walk in the young lady at the door who I'd never seen before I uh, she was checking people in you know watching making sure you had your ticket and she's like oh I know you and I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, Lisa, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, um, yeah, um, you know, I, Ashley, every Sunday at 12, which is one of my clients. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, Ashley. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, wow. You know, mm-hmm. now, Ashley, I coach her every Sunday at 12, but it's via phone. Right. Okay. So she's like, Ashley, every Sunday at 12, right? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's like a serious degree of separation. Like, how do you recognize right. me? Like, even if Ashley has talked about me, I guess just pictures or whatever. But I was really, really, like, impressed wow. with myself. I'm popping collars. I'm like, okay, you know, right. I got recognized out here, right? So, um the event was winding down and so you know i decided to slip out the back or whatever so she was still at the door and so i get up to leave and i'm leaving out i'm like okay keep an eye on ashley for me now she's like okay i will right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so fat that was on thursday so fast forward to sunday 12 o'clock rolls around. It's time for me, you know, to hop on a call with my client, Ashley. Mm -hmm. So I get on the phone. I'm like, hey, Ashley. She's like, hey. I was like, I saw your friend at an event on Thursday or whatever. And um, she recognized me. She was like, Lisa, that was me. I said, wait, what? (laughs) I said, said, wait, what? (laughs) What? What? I've never met Ashley in person. I've only coached her over the phone. So I thought she said when I walked in, yeah, Ashley every Sunday at 12, as in you coach my friend. And she was saying, no, I'm Ashley every Sunday. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. I said, 
No. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm I thought I was director. I, Jay, I no. thought I was celebrity status. No. She said, "No, Lisa, that was me." I said, "Excuse me, what?" Tell Ashley. <laughs> When I left, I'm like, keep an eye on Ashley. I was like, wait a minute. What? Didn't you hear what I said when I left? I said, keep an eye on Ashley. Why wouldn't you be like, what? She's like, I thought you was being funny. Oh, <laughs> I can't. I'm done. I was so embarrassed. Do you hear me? Like, you should be. Completely embarrassed. This girl has been paying me for months. I mean, she's. We got her down 17 pounds, plenty of inches. Like, I don't know my own client. I've never met her in person. And she did not look like her Facebook picture. And I did not know. Literally, this was my client. I'm judging your whole <laughs> existence. I'm like, Jesus, please explain why this woman is here. Oh, right I was now. so, I'm talking about, I was so did embarrassed. I don't. Yeah, I apologize for a few. I was like, Ashley, I am so Sorry, I that thought that's so different. Had you known it was her. so different, because I knew she was down. She's you know she's about she's planning for her wedding. She had engaged. She had engagement photos coming up. Like it's, we would have kicked it so hard. I would have hugged her. Like literally, I thought she was Ashley's friend. She's like, oh no, Lisa, that was me. I mean, even her voice sounded. And I talk to this girl faithfully every Sunday. Oh, I coach her I every am. week. That was the way. Well, I'm done. I don't have nothing. Isn't that the way? What did the seat? Yeah, I was beyond embarrassed so actually Ashley, if you're listening i am listen. so sorry i only met her like 10 was it how many <laughs> i don't know her that well i don't know her that well if i'm be honest like it ain't like we was born in the same hospital or anything oh, yeah it was a total wait what Dang. that happened tell ashley <laughs> tell ashley and watch out for ashley for me oh i'm uh, done i am ashley so yeah Wow, it's hard for me to move on from that. Okay. All right. So my way, what? You crazy. I'm like, you crazy. Crazy, crazy fool. So my way, what? So I'm over my sister's house, and we're all out on the back porch. It's me, my sister and I and her uh, her husband. Mm -hmm. And so we're, you know, just out having a good time talking or whatever. So as I'm about to go, I look over, and there's like two empty pepsi bottle two liters empty pepsi. two liters okay two liters okay so i tell him i'm like hey um just so you know you need to stop drinking all that pop right mm -hmm. he says no i don't i just check my blood pressure and my blood pressure is b better than both of y'all combined so what you need to do is start drinking pepsi <gasps> no he didn't <laughs> yes he did no. reply to something what like, you need to do is no you what you got wrong is you need to stop i said first of all <laughs> i had to start with who told you your blood pressure was good who who what's your blood pressure sir mm -hmm. what is it i don't know but they say it's perfect <laughs> i said what's perfect what is perfect i don't know but every time they check it they say it's perfect oh, i'm like oh, okay all right what is first of all what does pepsi have to do with blood pressure Number one. Number one. Number two, you're actually advocating for Pepsi. And you're advising people to drink Pepsi. Like, I cannot believe the way people will actually, like, rationalize certain things. Like, if you're going to drink Pepsi, drink it. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to eat fried chicken with the back, back, I don't know. Do it. 
But don't try to rationalize it as if it's benefiting your health in some way, shape, or form. Unbelievable. He said, my blood pressure is perfect, more perfect than both of y'all combined. And then what you need to do is start drinking <laughs> Pepsi. Get your life. <laughs> so, he better be getting royalty checks from Pepsi. That's all I know. I said, I wish I was recording you. My phone was like on 2% or something. I, want, I wanted to play it on here because he sounded like such like a fool. I'm like, you sound so silly. Wow, and then he's really believed like there's zero nothing zero wrong with me, so why can't I drink Pepsi? Zero ramifications for me drinking this Pepsi. That's so crazy. So I, I have a client who we're trying to wean her off dairy, and we're trying to um, significantly make some changes in her diet because she has an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. So you know she's runs a higher risk of uh-huh. you know. <clears throat> facing implications from a bad diet than just, you know, weight gain or something. Right. And so we were, you know, I was coaching her one particular week and she was just telling me how much she was struggling because it was only our like second week of trying to remove the dairy. And so she was really struggling and she's like, you know, I don't know what to eat. And furthermore, between me and my husband, you know, food is basically how we interact with each other right. and socialize and spend quality right, time right. right and so she's like no i don't want that to end and then she's like and what about taco tuesdays and and and, and she was having a really hard time right with being a with seeing her life outside of dairy exactly yeah essentially and i just wanted to bring it to you and see what you thought about that because i it was shocking to me that she believed that the only way she could continue with a quality of life that she had, and moreover, the quality of the relationship she had with her um, her daughter and her husband and family and events was to continue to have dairy, and she couldn't see how that, you know. I get it, and, and it's so funny because it all depends on how much you thrive on newness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thrive literally on something new. Ooh, I've never done that before. Right. Ooh, I never went there before. Ooh, I've never tried that before. But some people thrive in, um, you know, tradition, and they thrive on routine. Routine, yes. And they thrive on, you know, no spontaneity. Spontaneity? Spontaneity. Spontaneity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spontaneity. <laughs> Every week. It's like it's a word. It's Listen. Yeah. We're here to learn, educate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, go for greatness. Yeah, why can't we too benefit from the podcast? That's what I've always said. You have since day one. Yes, I never said it out loud. But never I was thinking it. Oh, I know when you're thinking it. Oh, <laughs> you know me. You know me well. <laughs> but yeah, and so my thing is, you know, we. My, I hate to say mindset because it's kind of like overdone. Mm-hmm. Mindset is your mindset, but it really is your mindset. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to overhaul that that old mindset. For sure, and you have to be willing to extract something new out of life and to to embark on a new journey. To to even understand how no dairy could enhance your life. Yes, versus, uh, you know, make it worse or you know be uncomfortable or. You know, that could be an opportunity for you to learn new recipes. That could be an opportunity, but instead people are like, oh, my God, I can't live without dairy. And like I was telling you, I went through that, too. Like, dairy was the very last thing I gave up. I gave up sugar. I gave up meat. I gave up uh, processed foods. I gave up preservatives. I gave up everything but dairy. Mm -hmm. Dairy was the last thing to go because I was like, wait. You know, I had given up dairy for 30 days, but... 
a lifetime? Right. Like, wait. That sounds so wait. final. Yeah, like yeah. a lifetime. Because I don't even remember when you were like, Jay, that got dairy. And I'm like, oh, no, I still eat dairy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm like, is she crazy? Like, no, I'm not on this journey with you. <laughs> uh, but when I finally did embrace, uh, you know, no dairy, I realized how much having no dairy in my life it did i didn't sacrifice anything i traded no dairy for different recipes that had no dairy that was even just as delicious or even more delicious as what i was eating right it's not you know we spoke about this before sometimes things are not a sacrifice they're just a trade-off yes like when you know my sister you know Taj just stopped smoking again okay um and she's been working out, and she's like, you don't understand my new lungs. Like, you don't, we went running at the track. Wow. She's like, you don't even understand my new lungs. I was like, that's what I'm saying. But hold on. How long ago did she stop smoking? How long has it been? A week and a half. And she's already talking about Reaping my the new benefits. lungs. Yeah. That's the thing people need to understand. Yeah. It does not take, take. it does not take, it sometimes it doesn't even take weeks. Right. You can literally see the benefits of making a small change within days. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's amazing. And then on, on other ends, just like with your fibroids and your cramps, it could take over a year. Exactly. You know? But commit. You have to commit. You have to commit. But you can literally see the difference in your allergies, your breathing, your skin, your immunity when you give up dairy within a week or so. You sure can. It does not take forever. Yeah. But I think the problem with that is that some people are looking for specific results. Like, for instance, if you are a person that gave up dairy because you are in chronic pain because of your fibroids, well, not chronic pain, but you're in pain every month because of your fibroids, um, but you get results from not being so congested, mm-hmm. that ain't, that's not what you were looking for. That's not for. what you were looking for. So right. you either minimize it or don't even recognize exactly. it. Or don't even attribute it to the dairy. Exactly. Some people do that too. You're not looking for that. So yeah, so you don't So you don't it. see it. Yeah. Yeah, but there's so many things that you ha- you can reap the benefits from, but when it's not what you were looking for, that's you a, can overlook it. That's a very, very good point. Yeah, when you were specifically out to get that small right. like waist and big behind. My gr- migraines to stop, or yeah. I needed, right. Yeah, or I wanted a certain figure and get into them skinny jeans like yeah 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 lisa i get it i ain't got right. a cold in six you wanted months. a smaller waist with your skin cleared up yeah like, you know? right right <laughs> like yeah i see your point but that ain't what i want so you that's a very very good point and i guess it's really important for you then to be super educated on the ill effects of that food versus just being educated on what you want to get out of it exactly so you know let's run through really quickly the the perils of dairy because a lot of people don't know that number one cheese just in and of itself is the number one highest saturated fat food in America. It is the number one contributor to plaque and buildup in your arteries. Absolutely. It's cheese. Absolutely. Um, also, uh, cheese, well, not just cheese, but dairy in and within itself is the cause of a lot of inflammation. Yes. You know, um, when they list the uh, things that, you can like reverse or avoid or be proactive about when it comes to not having dairy in your diet. It's so many different things, arthritis, um, different diseases like diabetes. Like every, there's so many diseases that dairy directly has some has a hand in. Um, you know, I was recently doing research about dairy, and 
it, it, it was just talking about how people go by the food pyramid and the food pyramid in and within itself is ridiculous yeah because they they're so broad about what you should they they tell you okay dairy and this and this and that and you should but they're not really they don't even tell you to eat whole foods did you know that mm-hmm. did you know on the pyramid they don't even tell you to eat whole foods mm-hmm. it's like if you guys are here for health and i get it you can't just go into break it down bit by bit but you ab- you never say eat whole foods um, it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous, but dairy is responsible for, you know, arthritis, inflammation, heart disease. They even said that men who consume a lot of dairy are 30%, 30 to 50% more likely to develop prostate cancer. For sure. Dairy has a direct link to prostate cancer. Yeah. And so, uh, early onset baldness. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It seems like baldness is such a like a petty thing, but it's almost like no, no that's your life. A lot of people, a lot of men get really insecure about losing their hair, and uh, but uh, the average person would never link that to diet, let alone dairy. Like no, I mean I wouldn't link my hair loss to really? consuming dairy. You you know I didn't know that, and it's sounds shocking to me. And I know the effects of dairy. But yeah, it's like wow, hair loss. That's crazy. I mean, dairy is insane. I mean, dairy is nothing but liquid meat, right? So everything that you're getting from meat, you know, the hormones, the fungicides, pesticides, herbicides, all these things are in the dairy. It's just literally Okay, so liquid one would meat. say, okay, if it's just liquid meat, you say don't eat dairy, then you're basically, and I know we say don't eat meat, but let's just look at a broader picture. If we say don't eat dairy... Because it has all the things of meat. So you're basically saying dairy and meat is equivalent. So don't eat They're dairy. They're synonymous. Absolutely. You think so? Yeah. I think dairy and meat are just equally as bad. There's really no difference. The nutrient cocktail uh, for a calf is in dairy, right? It's the exact same thing that I don't see how it's really different. Because me personally, I would say don't eat dairy before. That's meat. what I tell my client. Yeah, I will tell my client if you give up anything, give up the dairy, give up dairy first. Dairy. Yeah, absolutely, give up the dairy first because that creates all the mucus in your body. But so does meat. Meat creates mucus as well. Really? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Meat, meat creates mucus as well. So, um, but dairy, you see the foremost uh, impact in it in your body quickest and you can potentially buy a higher quality meat um and eat a smaller amount and not only that uh dairy specifically cheese release uh rele- releases casomorphins which causes opiate like and addictive qualities um once it's digested in your system and so it's actually much harder to give up cheese and it's much harder to give up dairy but it, it is nothing but liquid meat we know that oh, it just makes me nauseated to say, to say it like yeah. you know I, <laughs> it's so funny because whenever i see someone eating ice cream or i see dairy queen i really genuinely feel a little nauseated me too and i hate and i hate that because i'm like come on jay come on you know get get reacquainted with like you know people eat ice cream and people go to dairy queen like it's not that deep but i just really 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 feel like this level of, and I don't feel it when I see people eating chicken, and I don't feel it when I see, you know, when p- people eating even pork. I don't feel it. Yeah. But something about dairy just, I'm just like, oh. I agree. I agree. It, it makes me really sad because it's like I could just see like 
their immunity, like you're you're sick, you know, this excess fat, the it's, it's like the whiteness of the dairy too. Maybe it's the whiteness. It just, you, I instantly link it to plaque and I just see your arteries being clogged. And I've watched a lot of medical videos with them literally pulling the saturated fat out of somebody's artery. Mm-hmm. So I just keep replaying that in my head and I'm like, oh, you have no idea what you're doing to your body. You know, and then people want, but, and it's crazy how we don't link the things that we go through with our diet, like allergies and sinuses and, you know, cramps a certain time of the year and getting colds or getting the flu and, you know, acne on your body, not just your face, but like your back. And, you know, we don't link these things to our diet. We always think it's outside sources or moreover, we try to put something on top of them. So we're using creams on our skin, but we're not realizing that that is coming out of you through your skin, right? So no matter what you put on it, you're probably just clogging up your pores more and keeping it in. And um, yeah, so like it really made me sad that she thought she couldn't have a life outside of dairy. And I think you made a good point about, you know, people believing they have to overhaul, you know, throw out the entire family dinner and have to throw out Taco Tuesday just to, just because you're now changing, making some tweaks in your diet. Right. Yeah. No, you don't, but it requires some thought. It can't, you know, and, and and I always say you and I were talking about, (laughs) but like we were talking about, um, automatic versus manual. Yes. Automatic versus manual. So, my theory with automatic versus manual, there's certain things that you're, you are who you are, right? So there's this person that I'm Facebook friends with, and she is, like, to me, she's super fly. She, every time I see her, her nails are done. Perfect, you know, shades, name brand shades, scarf, makeup, hair always done. She's impeccable every time I see her. I don't doubt if I seen her in a third world country, she could be hostage and she would come out with her, <laughs> like her shades on because it's automatic. It would require, it's just who she is. You see me in a third world country, my shoe, if my shoes match, just be happy. Like, <laughs> because for me, it's manual. I have to think about looking a certain way and I have to, you know, really, you know, try to match this up and be this type of way. But with health, it's not like that. I don't have to think about it at all where that person that looks, you know, impeccable, they may have to think about it. So certain things may come to you. You don't have to think about it. You wake up and it's just like boom, boom, boom. And then there's other things that may require a little bit more effort. And it doesn't mean that it's not meant for you. It's because it isn't easy. It will eventually become automatic if you keep, you know, if you have repetition. Yes. Repetition makes it become, switches the gears from manual to automatic. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you got to go through that manual stage. That manual stage entails very specifically detailed, intimate conversations with yourself. Every time it's time to eat or every time it's time to make a decision whether to go straight home or go to the gym, that's going to require inner dialogue. And that new person has to win. That's why. That's when you're in the manual stage, when you're constantly having to debate with yourself, when you have to fight to get off the couch or out of the bed to do something that you said you were going to do or that you know is good for you. You're in the manual stage. But the fact that those conversations are coming up, the fact that you're in having that inner battle is a good thing. That means you're not quitting. That means you're, you're trying. It's just that you're in the manual stage, you know, when you have to force yourself to say no to a happy hour 
hangover or to a party or to a trip because you've committed to paying off some debt or being more financially responsible, that you're in the manual stage. It, it doesn't happen automatic yet, you know, and that is a, a hard but very rewarding task to master. Yeah, and it's funny because I was thinking about how in life we grow up with parents mother or father or grandparents or whoever raises us and they constantly say do this or don't do this or this is why you should do this but when we become adults no one does that so then we be, get we get into that professor student stage mm-hmm. we're the professors but we also the students mm-hmm. we we the only person we're really learning from is ourselves and our and our peers but moreover ourselves so the things that we repetitiously do we're, we're, we're being the professor. We're teaching ourselves that this is okay, and we're the, the student that's constantly learning. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I ate a burger last night, and I didn't – basically, I didn't die from it. I don't have high blood pressure today. It's okay. Right. You know, so we're teaching ourselves that it's okay, and we're constantly sucking that in and learning that it's okay. But the, the, but the thing is, accountability comes down the road. You know, it's not instantaneous. You, you, you're going to pay the price one way or another but it's just not instantaneous so what you need to do as a as a professor as a teacher to yourself is is learn some new behaviors set some new core values yes a hundred percent and you know your your brain our brains are old as crap our brains are prehistoric (laughs) and our and our brains natural setting is to keep us out of harm's way right so our brain's sole mission Mm -hmm. is to keep us away from anything that may seem uncomfortable that may put us in you know harm's way and so our brain's default setting is repetition it's comfort it's routine Mm -hmm. right but we have this super super impressive skill um and attribute of our brain called neuroplasticity and neuroplasticity is simply means your brain can always grow and develop and it can create new brain connections. Mm-hmm. Um, and But you have to intentionally do that by doing something different or in a different order. Okay. Right? Because you get up in the morning and people have your, you have your routine. Do you brush your teeth before you shower? Do you eat before you brush your teeth? Do you put your right shoe on before your left, right? Do you take the exact same route to work? Like, what do you do on a regular basis that you never even think about? Mm -hmm. And then imagine trying to do something different the next day. Mm -hmm. Imagine trying to take, oh my God, imagine trying to take public transportation to your job just one day. Oh my God. Versus driving. You know, just trying to figure out the route and how to get there and the connections and, you know, don't get raped. I mean, like all, all this, like oh, how, how, how do I, how, you know, right. so imagine Don't what your brain, right. yeah, imagine what your brain goes through, you know, trying to keep you out of harm's, right, harm's way, you know, how much do I have to pay? How far will I have to walk? Now I have to time this thing differently, right? Mm-hmm. Now I got to leave earlier. But when you do those things in certain areas of your life, that is how you grow and become a different person. The person who does the same things over and over in the same way, in the same manner, the majority of their lives are the people who grow the least and develop the least. Yeah. And so it's important to do that in your health, you know? Like, it's okay to take on this challenge of of um, learning how to enjoy your food and your fellowship with your family and friends without dairy or without meat or without sugary pop. Like, take on that challenge and force your brain to a point of discomfort so that it will stretch. Absolutely. And, 
you know, I, I made a decision a long time ago that whatever I see and, and I can control it, I can get. You know how sometimes you'll look at a person, a model, or, you know, maybe someone on your Facebook, or a family member, and you're like, wow, they're really in shape, or they really have. You, there's no reason for you to feel like they can get that, and you can't. Yes. But it definitely takes a manual shift in your brain. What can I do differently than I always do? And like I was saying before, you know, we, we come up with these plans. And people always, you know, my family members especially. Okay, I promise I'm going to lose 15 pounds. Okay, all right. How? <laughs> How? You know? Yeah. Like when you go to work, you don't just say, I'm going to go to work. You say, all right, I'm going to go to work. Even if you don't really think this, but this is how it goes. You say, I'm going to work. You know what freeway you're going or street you're going to take. Mm-hmm. You know where you're going to turn. You know where you're going to park. You know which, even which door you're going to go to. You know which hallway you're going to walk down. You know once you get in there, which you know it down to a fine science how you're going to get to work and log in or however you start your day, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to weight or working out or becoming healthier people are like okay i'm just gonna lose weight how you know what i'm saying yeah. like wh- what's what, the plan what's the plan what's yeah, the absolutely. i need step by step by step because if it's important to you you will plot this thing out and yes. what i mean by that is are you going to get a trainer are you going to go to the gym what time are you going to go to the gym are you going to eat healthier where are you going to buy your food from what kind of food how do you know how to buy food do you know how to read labels like it's more than just saying I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to tone up. Like, you need a plan. You have to have a plan and you have to be open to making changes when you make this declaration of this goal. Right. You can't say, I'm going to do this, but everything is going to remain the same. You owe it to yourself and your family to intentionally be open to change and shifts and growing and trying something new. And you do not have to throw out entire traditions in your household no taco tuesday doesn't have to go away no nope. friday night pizza doesn't have to go away you know you can ha- still have all those things on a dairy free diet it's totally possible to enjoy it um and moreover now you have you'll be having even more opportunities to do your do those things because you're improving your health you're extending the quality of your life and the people around you absolutely absolutely i love it so we are going to introduce something absolutely new i'm so excited about this we are taking a black health academy pledge Um, This pledge is designed to help you after every episode to begin to reinvent those thoughts in your mind, to shift the way you think about your health and to shift your belief system and what is possible and what you are capable of. So we'll be reading this pledge at the end of every single episode. And if you want access to it, it's going to be available right there on the website at the Black Health Academy dot com before we read just a reminder you can log on to the blackhealthacademy.com to take advantage of our bi-weekly blog every first and third friday of the month and this course this bi-weekly podcast every second and fourth monday of the month so all that complimentary content is available to you and when you're ready go ahead and deep dive into that academy 
when you subscribe to the Black Health Academy, you will have access to the masterclasses that we upload every single month on a particular chronic disease, as well as workout videos, nutritional videos, a full recipe guide, plant-based recipes and videos. We highlight a food every single month to teach you what that does in the plant-based world and how you can benefit from it. Along with sci-fi, which is psychological fitness, we have a school in the academy completely dedicated to mindfulness and helping you to shift your mindset. So that'll be where you can find this pledge. So please, guys, remember that this is not just shelf help. This is self-help, meaning take something from every single one of these episodes, whatever small bit that is, and implement it into your life. You ready, Jay? I think so. I think so. So welcome to the Black Health Academy Pledge. All Um, right. You ready? I, the The Black Black Health Academy, Academy, pledge to honor my mind and body with nourishment, movement, and intentional mindfulness. My health and that of my kin are amongst my highest priority. I will control that which is within my control. I am the sole driver of what lays the foundation of my body, mind, soul, and spirit. And I am determining that giving up is not an option. My destiny is my doing. My life depends on it. Until next time, guys, thank you for joining the Black Health Academy podcast. Be well. Peace.